Hello, this is Dr. Paul Cottrell, and I'm back from an AI conference that was hosted by Bootstrap Labs in California. And I just wanted to give kind of like my little take on it. Um, I thought it was a good, a good conference. It discussed many different topics. One was the, the how AI is affecting um, society. Um, how AI is uh, being invested, how you know how investors are, are funding AI, um, how it's affecting the enterprise, um, the future of AI. Um, what I and they had some keynote speakers and panels, and the, some of the keynote speakers were very were very good. Um, and I'm going to just kind of mention a little bit of my thoughts of, of maybe AI and and um, what I'm seeing in, in the people that are involved in it, at least in apply to AI. Um, I prefer stuff that's a little bit more AGI related because I think that's really, if we can make a system that is a very efficient, that uses very little energy, um, that has like a chaotic computing aspect to it that has some sort of cortical and subcortical kind of um, methods um, I think that's more on more reaching t towards true artificial intelligence instead of using deep learning that even though it is doing a neurological you know a, a, a neural type network um, it's missing something. There's something. It's like a golem. It's it's not. It's missing something. Um, so th there's individuals there that had wisdom. So I'm going to break things down in wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. There are, there was an Uber um, speaker. He, I liked his presentation. He had he went over a lit review of some of the history of AI and how it built up and I thought that was interesting so I'm, I'm going to put him in the category of wisdom now the singularity there was an individual that represented singularity institute um, I thought it was a good speaker I thought he was um, you know that he's coming from a certain point of view um, He's talking about, you know, is the singularity going to happen? You know, people think linearly versus exponentially. Um, and that we're at this elbow point and we're going to be going into this mass acceleration of, of knowledge. Um... I'm going to put him in the category of understanding. I don't think he has the wisdom that the Uber representative had. And the um, a lot of the panelists, not all, but a lot of the panelists, I'd say probably 80% of the panelists, would fall in the category of understanding. Or knowledge, I'm sorry. Knowledge. Um, where they had under they had the knowledge to do something 
they had a knowledge of maybe investing in the technology or knowledge of creating a business but I don't I don't I didn't feel as though they understood the second or third or fourth degree effects of what they're doing or if they would actually do anything um, a lot of deep learning in my mind is a very very advanced calculator um, it's a feature on a calculator you know it's not consciousness cognition um, empathy there's the, the characteristics of, of a sentient being um, so artificial intelligence is being it's being branded in a way where it's to try to get funds but it's not real it's just an, a feature it's not artificial intelligence um, just because you have a lot of data and you're pushing it into something to try to get some correlation or some sort of pattern out of it doesn't mean it's artificial intelligence what it means is, is that you have an algorithm that is building up um, some knowledge out of a data set but how's that any different than let's say someone creating a a uh, regression equation um, based on some data set and it's weighting some parameters yes it's a little bit faster and it, it maybe it can handle more data and, and, and you can have this feedback loop where it's improving the the model but you're not getting cognition you're not getting consciousness you're not getting um, the emotional aspects of the system so this is what they're doing in artificial intelligence is only a very 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 small piece and so people that have been writing and talking about AGI artificial general intelligence we've already seen this you know people that are doing deep deep learning or using artificial neural networks you just look in the lit review in terms of um, uh, trading uh, financial markets people have been investigating this for at least eight years and it goes back even farther than that but let's just say eight years where you're using evolutionary algorithms you're using artificial neural networks um, in a combination of the two to parameterize a model or to um, um, see by putting different asset classes in or different different types of commodities what the parameters should be for let's say a technical trade so people as myself had been playing around in this in this category for quite a long time this is not new um, so I'm not you know coming from my point of view artificial neural networks deep learning um, or some derivative of, of artificial neural networks is not the way to go it is a tool to be able to do data science but it's not artificial intelligence and this is where I think a lot of the ones that have this knowledge this so it's knowledge understanding wisdom the ones that have this knowledge do not truly get AI and I would say uh, uh, about 80% of the panelists were, would fall in this category they're knowledgeable 
they can create a product um, that might be useful, but it's not the it's not the the intellectual challenge that Gertzel, Ben Gertzel, is talking about, where it's truly artificial intelligence. Um, and then even once we reach artificial intelligence, is it really artificial? You know, I have this concept that artificial intelligence is this technology that's just beyond our reach. And the moment that we have it in our possession, that is just technology. So once we, it, so once we have this, you know, these algorithms of artificial intelligence, it just becomes technology. Well, what happens when we actually have AGI? Well, it's not artificial intelligence, it's really intelligence. Um, and we'll discern that there's no difference between silicon-based intelligence or, or carbon-based intelligence, and that all the rights and privileges and um, civil liberties are going to have to be projected onto the, the new intelligence that's been created. Very few people there understood this. Um, I, I think a lot of them were focused on business, um, how to apply it to a certain problem. Um, just like a calculator is used to solve an, a, a, a problem, um, they're using deep learning to solve problems. Not impressed. <laughs> Not at all. Because in the literature reviews, in academia, we've been playing around with deep learning and playing around with artificial neural networks for a long time. So it's nothing new. What is new is what Things like myself and Gertzel and and uh, Jeff Hawkins is is trying to develop, and that's this idea of um, having the computer learn um, um, assisted and unassisted, like a child, like a like a, a having a cortical and subcortical method. And, and being able to have that emotion. To my knowledge, to my knowledge, um, I don't know of anyone that has published anything that shows um, emotional states of an, of an artificial agent, artificial intelligence, except myself. I have coded um, with the help of a neuroscientist uh, the ability to have an AI learn, but also to have an emotional component. And based on those changing metrics in, in the emotional state, um, it changes its behavior. So it's, it's learning something, but also having a changing, a, a temporal behavior um, mechanism that's part of the learning process, so the subcortical. So there's this midbrain or primal brain, um, and then the higher brain for higher semantic understanding. It, it doesn't. It, I'm having a hard time understanding and how to apply it to use cases, what they call use cases for investing. And I'm starting to get to the point where perhaps, maybe you know, it, building AGI is not about use cases. Maybe AGI is to build it just because we can. And there shouldn't be a use case. And the use case kind of forms itself. So I'm, I'm not sure. I, you know, I've been playing around with the idea. 
Um, but I, th I think it's important that people that are in artificial intelligence world, a lot of them um, are just using machine learning um, to solve a particular very narrow problem. And I, don't, I wouldn't call that artificial intelligence. The algorithms may seem to be storing and, you know, it has feedback loops and it's kind of a neural network kind of thing. But, um, you know, maybe they will evolve into this cortical, you know, the cortical is maybe what they're doing now and maybe the subcortical is some sort of derivative of what they're doing. Um, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's going to be an interesting space. There's a lot of things that could be done. But artificial intelligence, the way it is right now, is more like a, a set of routines or a set of applications or functions that can solve data science type problems, large data sets, science type problems. So I see that as nothing more than just a feature in MATLAB or nothing more than a feature in R or Python. And it's, I, I, there, you don't have the cognition, you don't have the, the consciousness that, 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 that you would think that artificial intelligence would provide. And, um, you know, that's kind of like my little, you know, 15-minute speech on, on artificial intelligence and where I think the state is right now. So thank you for listening and have a nice day.